Hi everyone, welcome to the Jack Halford podcast. This is episode 20 and I'm so glad that over the past 20 weeks I have recorded a podcast every week and got one out every week. This is all, it's all about consistency. It doesn't matter how long these episodes are or what they're about, I'm getting them out and that's, that's the route to success in it. And today I wanted to talk to you about my zine, Man Up. I've just made a second edition, and I want to read you um, a bit of the first chapter. Let's let's read this bit. 1.4, Transforming Masculine Standards, A Journey to Wellness. And this is... Uh, I think this is relevant because today at 9am I went to uh, a fitness, a free fitness class at DMU Leisure Centre in Leicester um, with the Brotherhood Legion who are a big men's group, mental health group run by this lad called Reese. Um, brilliant, brilliant stuff. I'd like to get him on the podcast at some point, maybe when I've got... Um, I've got time, I've got, I'm recording two next week, hopefully, with a couple of people. But anyway, let's, let's get into this. Transforming Masculine Standards, A Journey to Wellness. To me, being a man is about controlling emotions, competitiveness, strength, courage, temperance, and justice. Now, there, there's, some sort of, there's some stoic sort of virtues there. Temperance, justice, courage, um... It's about being able to fight and fend for yourself and to provide for others. I think, though, sometimes we ask too much of ourselves. We burn out and sometimes become easily irritated because of this and then lash out. Anger is an energy that can be used for good, but a lot of the time it's punching a wall. It is disturbing order and creating chaos. We need to understand that we can let our emotions out in healthier ways so that we do not lose self-respect and do not harm others, especially those we love. To combat this anger, this resentment, or any bad negative feelings, I journal. I speak to my mates I can trust about things, and I read books on stoicism, on self-improvement. Getting your feelings out on the page and understanding what triggers those feelings and how we can better respond in those situations is an important skill we must learn and relearn. We are always learning, though sometimes it takes something dark for us to learn, like a death or a breakup, losing a job, becoming ill. We must fight the urge to self-destruct, though, to react with our emotions. Instead, pause and figure out what next steps we must take. We need to know what the problem is to fix it. So if the problem is you are feeling anxious when you go to work, you must figure out why work makes you feel that way. Is it the presence of a particular person, like a rude manager? Then once you've figured that out, try to rationalise your feelings towards the person you feel funny about. Maybe they are the way they are because of, sh of the shit they've been through. We all have problems, or maybe that's why, you know, maybe that's why they're a cunt. Maybe you're a cunt. Maybe you should try to be nicer. If so, just try it. Be nice to people. I, I try quite hard to use my manners when out and about. 
whether in shops or whatever, I think it makes the world run more smoothly and makes me feel better when I make someone smile. I've always regretted acting with my emotions in a negative way instead of taking my time to pause. It is really difficult sometimes because we bottle a bunch of shit up. It might not be one thing that has made you angry, but a series of bad shit making a huge pile of shit block your eyes. It blocks out all the positive stuff and you start getting pissed off at people for smiling. Now, that, that's the end of the uh, the first chapter. That, that, that wasn't the whole first chapter. That was just a little bit of it. Um, but what, what I'm talking about there is, um, how, you know, when you get angry and stuff, it's probably not that one thing that's made you angry. You know, if you're in, in a city centre and, uh, and someone brushes past you a bit and that really, like, triggers something within you and you just get super angry at that, it's probably not that that's made you angry. It's probably lots of other stuff that you bottled up and then that's just sort of put you over the edge. So I think having a good routine and journaling and writing thoughts down regularly, some people do it in the morning, you don't have to do it every day, but if you just try and get thoughts out on a page, write them down or go and have a chat with your mate. And when I say go and have a chat with your mate, you've probably got mates that you've had for years that you don't see often. Reach out to them, see how they're doing because... Because, you know, as men, it's very easy to become isolated. So reach out to people you've known for ages and have a good deep chat about life and see how people are feeling. Because it's winter now and we all get a bit depressed in the winter. So it's a good time to see how people are feeling and to reach out to people. A lot of people um, become more generous over the Christmas season. There's a bit of a cost of living crisis at the minute. But uh, don't let... What am, I, what am I saying? Um, it should be like that all the time, not just at Christmas. But anyway, yeah, reach out to people. Um, yeah, be nice. Right, well, I'm releasing this book, um, this second edition, next week. I still got to cut and bind all of the pages uh, and stuff. It's going to be available on my website, jackhalford.com. Um, so yeah, if you like the sound of that, I'll read you another bit here, um, chapter three, I'll read you the first bit of chapter three, it's chapter three, the art of betterment, 3.1, the never-ending pursuit, embracing lifelong growth, some people don't like the idea of a long journey or delayed gratification, but that is what it takes to become great. Not everything is about this continual pursuit. Sometimes we just want to maintain certain things like our mood. We might want to just keep that pretty stable. Yeah, there is going to be knocks to it, but we learn coping mechanisms if we continue to be self-aware. Some say this constant strive to be better to be others is a neoliberal idea. But I would say that it is as old as man himself. To want to be the best, to want to improve is as old as time. The problem with this, though, could lie within the attitude. If you compare yourself to others or put others down, that is a big L. Do not do that unless it helps to motivate you. I would say most of the time it does not and makes us feel shitty and others feel shitty too. So what I'm talking about there is not comparing yourself to other people. Compare yourself to your past self and and don't 
beat yourself up. Just try and get a little bit better every single day. You know, success doesn't happen overnight. I saw this brilliant illustration of success or or like winning. And it takes... And basically what it was is uh, the start, the start line, and then the word success. And then it was just like a big sort of scribble. Like the route to success is full of ups and downs and curves and sort of got to face up to a lot of fences and get over the fences and jump over hurdles and things to get there. It's not a straight line. It's not a straight path for most people unless it's unless you're like rich but even then you've got to remember everyone has to deal with the fact that everyone is going to die so you've got to be empathetic to everyone even though it seems that they've got an easy life that actually can make your life a lot harder they probably get depressed because they've got such an easy life they're not putting themselves through 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 enough struggle they get you know you get ill if if your life's too easy i think so you got you got to put yourself through adversity so you can get used to the the idea get used to it, and I think um, David Goggins says this. He says you, you callous your mind by putting yourself through it at the gym, going on runs. You're callousing your mind, and then when you want to work hard on something, you want to you know really reach for your goals. What do you want? What what are your goals? My goal is to help people. That's my goal. So for, with the painting, I'm helping, hopefully, I'm, I'm expressing uh, thoughts, I'm cert, uh, expressing certain thoughts and emotions. Like I did one called Scared to Death, and it's about death itself and how it's it's terrifying. <laughs> uh, and it's sort of like a psychedelic experience. And, and uh, I made that in hopes it would help other people to be able to process their fear of death and their fear of everyone dying they love and to really just um, embrace life because if, if you're constantly scared of death you're not going to be living so you've got you to sort of be aware of the fact that yes everything ends but that should make you want to get up in the morning when you, if you wake up in the morning you've woken up you know you've got to grab life by, by the balls and you've got to like run go to work smile at people because you know the fact is that they might not be around tomorrow or someone they love may not be around tomorrow so if you give them a smile they're going to be able to tackle things you know better because you've given them a bit of positive energy and we all need that positive energy don't we so yeah trial and error failing Nothing to be scared of. That's what life is. If life was a constant, easy ride, it wouldn't actually be an easy ride. You'd, you'd feel numb. So we need ups and downs to actually be human, I think. <laughs> yeah. Again, this book is going to be available on jackhalford.com next week. Um, and it is... The date today is the 22nd of October... So I'm going to try and get this out by the 25th, which I think is Wednesday, if my maths is right. Yeah, 25th. So the 20th, October the 25th of October, 
look on jackhalford.com, there should be a link to the Man Up zine, second edition. It's going to have a blue cover. The Man Up zine I'm talking about here. This is what this information is. There's also an ebook available that I've made, cheaper, $2.99 it costs. Um, and if you can't afford that, please get in touch and I will, I'll sort you out one for free. Uh, sort of a promo code or, or figure out how to send it. It's probably easy just to do a promo code, then you can use it on the website, download it, give it a read, tell me what you think. Always good to get feedback. Use the contact form on my website or DM me on Instagram. I love I love it when people give me feedback because it, it, it helps me to improve. You know, if you don't like something, let me know. Uh, if you do like something, let me know. Tell me why. Then I can think about that and write more. I'm going to try and write more blog posts because then I can just, you know, have them on the website. People can read them for free. You know, I want to do as much as I can for free and make it accessible, but also need to make money to live uh, so that I can keep doing this. So that's, you know, I want to make, I want to make money doing stuff like this that helps people. I think that's why a lot of artists, well, I certainly did, have 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 like a bit of an existential crisis because you think, how is this even doing anything good for society? How is this helping anyone? You need you need to sort of do an audit and figure out how. I think just if if people enjoy looking at it, that's enough. You know, if they get some enjoyment out of just being in the same room as the thing you made that's enough because they're getting joy from that but for me i want it to have that deeper meaning i think a lot of hard art does have inherently have a deeper meaning because it's sort of your subconscious sort of comes out when you're making stuff you're making it uh with your hands and your consciousness is is the driving force picking the colors and everything you might think you're you're just drawing a pitch, painting a picture, but it's got that essence of you in it and all the experiences you've ever had leading up to that moment you made that painting and now that painting has an aura about it. It contains every single moment that you have ever experienced in it. That's what I think. So don't don't ever think negatively of your, of your, of your artwork because it's an expression of your very very being and consciousness and consciousness is an interesting thing isn't it and that's i'm writing about consciousness and perception as well and that will be the next book i'm releasing which is called another realm beyond our perception and it's going to be a a sort of arty book so it's not just all text like this one it's going to be a collection of texts, 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 drawings, you know, prints. It's all printed. Um, I might hand finish some bits and bobs, but I've got to make it, yeah, cost effect. Like, I don't want it to cost the earth for me to make. I'll, I'll spend a lot of time on it. Um, but yeah, it's all about perception. How we perceive, how do we even perceive the world? So looking at biology and eyes and the brain but then thinking about you know what is consciousness maybe looking into poets like William Blake 
like how how we perceive how do we express what we perceive through poetry through writing you know Aldous Huxley said there are things known and there are things unknown and in between are the doors of perception and William Blake said if the doors of perception were cleansed everything would appear to man as it is infinite for man has closed himself up till he sees all things through narrow chinks in his cavern and that also relates to Plato's cave and have you ever heard the story of Plato's cave let me tell it to you if those imagine there's two men or one man in a cave chained up and all he can see is the shadows of people walking by this cave so that's that's his only perception of the world outside the cave the shadows on the wall of the cave and that's that's what he thinks the world is but then one day, I think he breaks free from this cave and he goes outside and, oh, the light hurts his eyes. He can't see because he's been in this cave so long. It hurts his eyes and he sees everything in in full colour. He sees people moving. It's overwhelming. It's wow. It's crazy. And he really sees everything for what it is. And all this time... He's been in the cave seeing just the shadows of everything, but not the full story, not what everything is. And it's scary and overwhelming. So if you if you go through life not really looking at stuff, not really taking it in, then eventually it could become quite scary and overwhelming. So I think that's what I get from that, that little story there. Plato's cave. I don't know if that's the actual how it goes I don't know if he goes back into the cave because he's scared to shitless but I can't really remember but that that's that's how I remember it I might look into it a bit more but I'm going to be writing about that that kind of thing in this book there'll be some pictures in it as well um and the way I want to do it is sort of like different sizes paper different colored paper and it's going to be very arty farty it's going to be very nice so yeah because, you know, just follow me on Instagram, Jack Half- Jack T. Halford. Just search Jack Halford on Instagram. And I'll put updates on, uh, for everything on there, basically. But, yeah. All right, that's all I've got today. Because I've, I've been boxing this morning with the, the uh, Brotherhood Legion. Brilliant, brilliant group blokes doing something positive for their mental health. Getting out into nature, doing running, doing boxing classes. And I think people are giving up their free time to do this. It's really, really good and positive. And and uh, I'm doing what I've told everyone else to do, which is, you know, get in touch with your um, old friends, see how they're doing. But also, think about how family's important. So what I'm trying to do is spend more time with my family. I suggested to my mum, let's go out for a carvery. So today, we're going out for a carvery all together. Isn't that nice? So, yeah. And I'm trying to do that because I spend a lot of time chasing people. Chasing people that don't want me. I just think, why am I doing that? Why am I trying to impress people? Just because of, you know, what? Are they, just because of fit bird? Mm, fit bird! Sorry, woman. Fit women. No. And, you change, and I was changing myself because I wanted to, like, attract... I don't want to do that, do I? So I've lost self-respect. That's why I start going to the gym, doing all this. 
you know? Gigi, I lost myself, but now I found myself. Who am I? I'm a, I'm a bleeding artist. I care about other people. You stop caring about other people if you if you're on that route, that sort of self-destructive, loss of self-respect route. You you lose yourself. So you gotta stay on track, everyone. Think about what you want to do. You still, you know, you still heading towards your goal, or if you're falling off, figure it out. Write it down. I'll right, see you next week, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. See you later.